Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we're headed to the first ever Brick Can. As always, if you want to check out links to everything we're talking about today, head over to BreakingDads.com. 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 You can also leave us a comment there or find us on Twitter. I'm at StillSorting. And if you like what we're doing, please let someone else know about the podcast. Like us on Facebook, spread the word, yell about it outside. Today, I'm asking you to purchase a megaphone and stand on your nearest street corner and just shout uh, BreakingDads.com for a minimum 20 minutes. I feel like that's not too much to ask. We don't ask much of people. No. <laughs> no small request. So this weekend, mm-hmm. Brickan. Brickan 2016. The inaugural. The premiere. It, it doesn't even need a year. Is that no, good? That's right. So this was your first big brick convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what were your expectations going in? Uh, my expectations were basically the ones you set by by uh, bringing all the video and pictures from BrickCon of last year. Yeah. So, I looked at that and went, okay, I have some conception after editing all that in. I was like, yeah, no, I have an idea of what this might look like. Mm-hmm. In terms of how the show would go, not not a clue. Right, right. I, I thought size-wise, wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I had a feel for what I was getting into, uh, trying not to step on children. Yeah, and I think we had some preconceived notions going into with the venue mm-hmm. uh, and the location. Well, I guess we can hit on that. Yeah. When I saw it all come up and I saw where it was, I thought, okay, yeah, that, that seems like a... I didn't know the venue, but it seemed like a good choice to have something near an airport, mm-hmm. near transit, very easy for people to get to. Yeah. Uh, n- no matter how you're getting there, it was it was a great venue. Yeah, it, I, I think they nailed it. I, at first, I was like, ah, a casino is a weird, you know, Lego mm-hmm. casino. But the theater setting itself was was excellent. Mm-hmm. In terms, I mean, first off, this was the best lit Lego convention I've ever seen because usually it's gymnasium type lighting, right? Yeah, just large fluorescence in the sky. But this, you know, it had it was warm theater lighting. It was easy to get yes. photos. It was yes, very easy to get photos. Uh, which we appreciate as members of the press. Exactly. We shouldn't laugh every time we say that. No, Why I do we know. laugh? Because it just sounds, say that. It sounds yeah. absurd. <laughs> members of the Lego press, excuse me, coming through. We're Lego members. reporter coming through. It's really hard to get that little Lego fedora on your head, though. That's no, the hardest. Exactly, it keeps falling off, yeah. shattering. Uh, yeah, but uh, it it really worked. The venue worked, and it had. Uh, you know, we're like, well, isn't that a small place for a Lego convention? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, but, which caused some problems, but it also, I think the solutions were really, really good and I, helped yeah. the show. And I think we get into it a little bit with our, in our interview with, uh, hmm. with Robin Sather, one of the, one of the many people involved in bringing it to us mm-hmm. and definitely the most public figure. Yeah. I think, well, the, I guess the things he kind of gets into was the, uh, the time allotments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like having two hour blocks. I looked at that and went, really, is that going to work? Mm-hmm. And it kind of, I was like, oh boy, I hope this doesn't hurt ticket sales where people are thinking, oh, I only get to go for two hours. Totally worked. Yep. Did not hurt ticket sales no, at all. It was, it was beautiful. By mm-hmm. the hour and a half mark, we had the place to ourselves almost because it was like families had an out. Yeah. They, they came in and and, done. and not only that, limiting the people that are in the room yeah. really made it a lot easier to oh, move around. It was, it yeah. was perfect. Yeah. Like it was, I, I had no issue trying to get photos and trying to move around and you had mm-hmm. no problem. It wasn't like you're getting jostled or elbowing yes. people in the face while you're interviewing them, which was nice. Yes. So it was ideal amount of people mm-hmm. it wasn't like a craft fair at christmas you know like th- that's the worst feeling it's like or a lego convention yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> craft fair at christmas is only my only comparison for for horrible events 
<laughs> that I that I'm like, oh, too many people. So your wife is like, let's go to a craft fair. Nope. You're like, I will stay home and uh, wash the house. Do literally anything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. So it. Uh, so the venue was a win. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Location. Well, that small size worked because of those hours and stuff. Mm-hmm. It all kind of clicked, like you said. Well, the... at, at the end of the day, just as many people come through. But nobody had to wait in a line that wrapped up around the block. Yeah, no bunching. Yeah. uh, And then, like you say, it starts to thin out, and then a group of people come in, and then it thins out, and a group of people come in. Much better than normally when they just, two people come out, they allow two more people to go in, and you're always at maximum capacity, which is... And a lot easier on the exhibitors. Yes. I think, you know, the people uh, sharing their wonderful creations with Mm -hmm. us and standing behind a table for the entire day, having just a nonstop barrage of people, peppering them with questions, and having to keep that smile up the yep. whole day i can't even imagine having to do that so that yeah looked like it was a bit like that little taper off of the energy gave them time to just take a breath yeah. have a cup of coffee recharge and then and, head and back talk in. to the other exhibitors too which uh, is yeah, which is totally. nice so you're not always surrounded by a crowd of people you could you know yeah. wander about trying to touch yes <laughs> back Back, I say. Nobody pushing anybody out of the way. No. Which was really nice. Oh, so. I wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. No, you had a camera and you're a member of the press. So, again. And they were, they were only like, you know, like chest height. So I just yeah, shoved them just out. Yeah, shoved them. That's right. You're you're such a bully Move around child. small children. Yes. <laughs> that, and that was nice, too. I think that it didn't swamp the kids. Like, mm-hmm. the kids all easily got to the yep. tables and the parents were able to not lose their kids. That's right. We heard no one announcement children. for Lost Child, oh, yeah, yeah. which which at BrickCon was like just a constant stream. Uh, I'm sure you can hear a couple in the background of some of the interviews we did on <laughs> that show. It was just a constant stream of, would the parents of Noel come up to the front? He yeah. would like to find his parents. <laughs> if they want to find him. Yeah. So venue was great. The, the crowd control was great. The exhibitors, uh, as if you go to breakingdads.com and see the pictures. Mm-hmm. I think the only picture I got of the crowd is of the hall when it's yeah. almost empty at the very end. So it looks just sad and pathetic, but it was full. Yeah, but not too full. No. Nope. We can't emphasize that strongly enough. Yeah. It was the right amount so, full. Yeah, I think a lot of conventions could learn uh, mm-hmm. a bit from what they did. It seemed like a risk, but it totally yeah. paid off. And I think as a, a parent with children, if I bought a ticket and it told me to show up at one o'clock and I could show up at one o'clock, be in a line for 10, 15 minutes tops and then be in the show, have my drag my kids around. I mean, no, they would drag me around. <laughs> <laughs> Drag my kids around uh, for for a couple hours, see everything, feel satisfied, buy some stuff and leave. Mm -hmm. That's a much better day than try to get there super early in the morning, get into a giant line. It's just unnecessary stress. Mm -hmm. Especially after you've bought a ticket and you're you're just waiting to get in. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's your first one, you wouldn't even know. (laughs) You wouldn't even know that the line was going to be there. I'd be curious if people showing up on time worked for the whole day or if by the end of the day or midday you started Mm -hmm. seeing people showing up half an hour late. I don't know if it would have mattered, really. I, yeah, I don't know either. It, I think if you showed up an hour and a half late, it would have mattered. Yes, it would have been a very quick rush around the hall. Yeah. Because they yeah. definitely flushed out. So, they, I mean, they had it to, was, I'm they sure, did for a good job, though, without uh, being firm, but fair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They you give know, you a warning. I'm wandering around with, with the, like, five minutes left. And nobody was, like, coming near me going, like, no, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> so that was good. I yeah. enjoyed that. It was nice, relaxed, and friendly I'm overall. Like you'd expect from a Canadian Lego convention. It's true. Queue up, everyone. It was very what? There was, like, three queues that you went through. Yeah. It was very, very Canadian. Very was, Canadian. I like that. Yes. <laughs> Not and, a mad scramble. Uh, to translate for our non-Canadian listeners, a queue is oh. a lineup. 
Right. Our British are going, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but our, that's a word. our friends to the south are that's like, true. is that a different kind of tooth? Forgot about that. People, yeah, yeah. words. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to next year. Mm-hmm. I, I, this year we didn't bring our kids because we were really, we thought, oh, it's not going to sell out. We thought it'd be busy, but not yeah. sold out. We were very naive. We were, well, or if it would sell out, I thought it'd be right near the end. Mm-hmm. And we waited and it was sold out fairly quickly. And we're like, oops. Yeah. We're sorry. That was fun to oh. mention to our children. Mine were not upset at all. No. And they're not re-upset <laughs> listening to this now, I'm sure. Sorry, guys. I love you. Enjoy the photos. But next year, yeah. I, like, I'm, yeah, I'm really, lo- yeah. yeah, totally looking forward Tickets to Tickets are kids. for sale. Let's buy tickets. And I, I think I could walk around taking pictures with my kids even in mm-hmm. tow, which I think was another thought. We were like, oh, we'd be able cameras. to do all this. Let's, totally. let's put them to work for us because they'll get some really interesting That's shots. That's true. Under the uh, railing shots. That's right. <laughs> Up close. Look at this one I'm holding here. <laughs> Um, so there was a couple of themes that emerged. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have a, a sort of um, an idea of friendsifying regular Lego sets. Which was fantastic. And that was fun to see Star Wars sets done in the Lego coloring. Lego friend. My God, I can't talk. What's happened to me, James? The Lego. All the Lego colors. <laughs> All six The Lego 000. friends colors. Yeah. It really brightened the whole thing up. Like yeah. the tone. I just loved it. Yeah, pretty well. That every was... table had splashes of azure and pink yeah. and purple. And it was beautiful. It was. And then uh, the uh, the one we became obsessed with, we have a beautiful interview uh, about the Friends in Space mm-hmm. display, which was rather large. Yeah. And it was a uh, nice space buildings and ships in the friends colors and i i could have i could have stayed there all day i yeah i took a lot of photos thinking i'm gonna look at the photos later to take this all in because i I just couldn't and they had a good crowd around that Mm -hmm. table nobody moved because there was a lot to take in. There was a couple tables like that where people just stopped and stood. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need in here. And then, nope. I think that display really showed the idea of Lego Friends to most of the adult community, which looks at it and goes, politically, I don't like this, but oh, those are some nice colors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad the palette has opened up. Totally. Uh, which was beautiful. And then the I'd say the overall theme of the show, though, was uh, now in Vancouver, we have this sculpture by an artist named Douglas Copeland, and it's a whale done in sort of a digital pattern. So it's like a 3D digital whale. Mm-hmm. And I imagine, because most Lego builders, adult Lego builders, they, they walk around and they see the world in Lego. And so when you see a blocky sculpture of a whale, which is gorgeous, you think... I can really do that in yeah. Lego. And yes, they can really yeah. do that. I think I found four, at least four. I don't even know. I lost. It was so Oh, many. there's the big one in the lobby yes. too. Oh, yeah. So uh, there was at four or five at least. Really, they're all blending together. None of them were the same scale. No, there was. They all looked perfect. Yeah. Yes. No one could resist the temptation. I think it's too easy. It's like, oh, there's a blocky thing. Yeah. That is the easiest thing it's, to build. It's too easy until you start building it and you go, yeah. oh my goodness, this this isn't so easy to get all these these yeah. curvy looking things. Definitely impressed by the ability of people to render it yeah. in different scales very, very exactly. Yeah. No, it was it was very Vancouver. Very Vancouver. It was nice to see. Yeah. It's, it's always nice when you see something in Lego and go, I've been there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think between the, the, uh, the cues and the, mm-hmm. the, the orca, is that what it is? is an orca or killer whale? Well, those are the same thing. Same thing. All right. Yeah. Those are interchangeable. Perfect. My wife teaches about them every year. I, I know, know way more than I need to know. <laughs> That's good. Technically, I think they like orca because technically it's a dolphin, not a whale. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And by technically, I mean actually. And it's not necessarily a killer. It could be friendly. Well, if you're like a sea lion or a seal, it's a killer. (laughs) That was everything I hoped it would be. It had the breadth of display you would hope to see. It had a little of everything. 
I, I can't see anybody having left there without a smile on their face. For sure. And, and that, well, maybe some of the vendors who didn't quite translate the Canadian dollar. That's true. <laughs> they, they might leave at the end and go, put the money in the bank and go, wait, what happened Whoa. to 25% of it? That's a very good point. But hey, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they'll be back. And for other American visitors, it was like, is this this is like free? I, yeah, I could imagine that was a, a lovely thing, you know, unless they went to buy a drink at the casino. That's true. And then it's like, I'm sorry, I only bought I only ordered one drink. How is that the total? Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, other than that, I think uh, uh, we had beautiful weather for mm-hmm. the week before. We had rain during the exhibit. I think that's the way to do it. Yep. <laughs> the days you're definitely going to be inside. Yeah. That, well, and it's good they pre-sold because that's mm-hmm. Vancouver's fickle that way. If it's nice out, an event will not have people will be outside. Yeah. And if it's raining, people will go to an event. So. Exactly. <laughs> you can't plan around that. But yeah, I think it was, it was really well done overall. Um, I think so. Who better to tell us about how they think it went? Then, then one of the key cogs in the brick can community. So why don't we pass over now to your interview with Robin Sather. This is Jeff here at Brick Can 2016 with the man who brought us Brick Can, Robin Sather. And I said it right. I'm very proud of myself. Well done. Well done. Gold star. Uh, so Robin, you dreamed this up and now here it is. I happen to be the one wearing the chairman hat this year. It's a huge team mm-hmm. of people that both birthed this idea and had the energy to, to actually pull it off. There's a core group of six people, but really there's dozens that have contributed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's high time. For years and years and years, we've wanted to do something in Vancouver on this kind of a, a con level. We love BrickCon, and we all troop down there every year, and every year we think, oh, we really got to do this in Vancouver. Well, a year and a half ago, we finally pulled the trigger and said, let's do this. And we started making things happen. So here we are. Well, what impresses me, when you look at the history of most LEGO conventions, it starts small with a little exhibition and grows and grows and grows. Uh, you guys went a different way. You jumped in with both feet. We did. Um, we, you know, collectively, we probably have 100 cons between us, you know, LEGO cons. So we've seen what works. We've seen what doesn't work. Um, we know the kind of the size that we love, we like, uh, the family size, but yet not too, not too small, not too big. And, uh, you know, we have the size of display that hopefully essentially pays for the con, uh, but isn't too big to manage and doesn't burn out the attendees. All these things were well in part of our discussion. And hopefully we're hitting the right marks. And so far it's looking like it's really good. I think most attendees are having a fantastic time. Um, the venue is so good. The River Rock has been fantastic with the, the support they've given us. And the families I've talked to, we've, we're into our second session of six now, and the families I've talked to, I actually had people coming up to me, seeking me out and thanking me for the time that they've had with their family. That's super, super rewarding. Uh, one thing I love now, had you seen this at other cons where they do the staggered viewing, or is that a concept you came up with because of the size of the venue? I, I haven't seen it ever done on a, at, at another LEGO con but I have been part of events that have done it. So they've done, they've done this kind of a thing because of the same reason. Uh, and that's really the only reason we're doing it is because we are, the, the brick can public display is actually in a theater. It's an extremely cool theater that has these floor sections that raise and lower to reconfigure the theater. Our particular configuration has some panels that raise up to go to the height of the stage and other ones that lower to be that height. So you get this huge flat uh, 9,000 square foot area that's all flat. It's extremely cool. And the venue is all nice wood and red, and so it's a warm, inviting place to have a display. But you can only have 1,200 people in there at once. 
And so, yes, we could just open it up and sell tickets, and at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, there'd be a lineup of 5,000 people outside, and you'd have to wait until people came out. So we thought, we don't want that. So instead of that, what we'll do is we will stagger it. We'll just have these two-hour sessions. And I've done that before with other events. And it has been, it's been really, really successful with the other events. I thought, it's an experiment, guys. It's a risk. Let's, let's try it. And we'll see how it goes this year. And so far, it looks like it's okay. In addition to the two-hour viewing session in the hall, which most people was plenty for. In fact, we just we went one through one session, and we had, I think, and by the time an hour and a half had gone by, a lot of people had left. Yep. So that was enough, which is which sort of uh, uh, verifies our suspicions. But we're also standing in this really really cool place, which is the creation station, and we've made that open for the whole day. So if you have a midday session time, you can come at nine and play for two hours, and then go to do your viewer time. You can even come back here again and keep playing. And so that was the thing we added that didn't wasn't going to be restricted to the times. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's also working really well. So, yeah, you know, um, it's kind of making me nervous that it's working this smoothly in a way. <laughs> so, so you're just waiting for the other shoe yeah, to drop. It's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, if if it's if if it's like this tonight, I hope Sunday's a repeat, and then I will be a happy man. Yeah, for sure. I can tell you as a parent with young children, the the. The windows are fantastic because you know when to show up, you know when you're going to get in, you know when you're going to go home, and you don't have to worry about dragging a six-year-old around fighting for space. And I know that's another thing. I know parents like us to do their job for them sometimes. So, you know, when there's a time limit, it's doesn't, mom and dad don't have to be the bad guy. They just, I'm sorry, that's the end of the movie. It's yeah. time to leave the theater. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And also because of it being less crowded overall, in the two hours I was in there, I saw everything and could have seen it more if I wasn't stopping to interview people. Uh, whereas at BrickCon, I found after two hours, i just gotten started. Yes, it's true. There's definitely peaks you know, at an event where it's just wide open. So you, you come midday, you're going to be wall-to-wall and shuffling along, and you might not even get to everything. So, I, I mean, I personally really, really stuck, planted my flag for this whole system, and, and I, I was confident it was going to work, but I didn't know if it was going to work. And uh, so, you know, so far, it looks like it's going to work, and I'm, I couldn't be, couldn't be happier. Well, as well as the exhibition part selling out, the uh, adult convention part uh, sold out as well. Yes. Um, was that, were you surprised that it was that popular that quickly, or did you just know? No. I, we, in fact, we know that we could even have more. Uh, we may not have more, but um, we wanted around 225, yeah. and we ended up with almost 240 at the end of it because we had a few late ones and people that you know, desperately wanted to come, and so... Yeah, we knew them and we couldn't say no, pretty much is how it worked out. But uh, we will probably keep it about the same size, but uh, that's dependent on the crew as well. There'll be a lot of re- re- uh, reviewing and, and debriefing and stuff. But um, yeah, uh, the, the big surprise with the attendees, we expected, you know, just looking at our numbers with C-Lug and Port-Lug and Vic-Lug and Nay-Lug and Say-Lug, all of our relatively large clubs in the Pacific Northwest, um, there's hundreds and hundreds. We're well over four or 500 people, really, if all everybody showed up. So we knew that we got those numbers. But what the shocker was is that, yes, we had lots of buy-in and lots of attendance from those people, but there's a huge number, uh, probably a third of, of the people that are registered are from the local area not connected with any club at all. Mm. So these are these are adult fans who are wanting to do a full four-day con and bring mocks 
like they, they're, they're registering mocks. Nobody has ever heard of them. Yeah. So these are people that are prime club potential members. And it just shows, and I knew this, again, I knew this because I do public events. And I have people coming up to me that don't know any club. that They know maybe know of the club, but they're not part of it. But we, we know all the right language. We're talking about BrickLink. We're talking about sets from 20 years. They speak all the right language. And so I know they're a fan, but they're not connected. And that's fine. It's perfectly legit. But we had a ton of those people register. Yeah. And last night we had a stand-up uh, at, at the opening ceremonies. And it's like, who's, who's the first con here for the, to stand up? A huge part of the room stood up. And then, okay, sit down if you're not from the Vancouver area. A couple people sat down. And the rest was this massive uh, squad of adult Lego fans that aren't connected with a local club. So it was amazing. So that's, that was incredible and, and quite an interesting happening. And I suspect all the clubs will be bolstered now with new, with new blood, which is really, really cool. Uh, and then the uh, events themselves uh, for the for the adult convention. I've seen some of the pictures on Twitter. It looks like a great time. Is there any highlights for you? Well, we, again, uh, everyone knows the classic games, you know, the bag build and speed build and stuff. We wanted to throw a few twists in it. So one of the things we did yesterday was a mitten build. So we troped down to our local Hudson's Bay and uh, bagged up a whole bunch of classic mittens. And these, these poor Americans and others ones had to slap on these mittens and build a set with lots of little bits. We chose one that, and so they had, actually the toughest part was just flipping the pages of the instructions. <laughs> so that was a Canadian thing yeah. we did. Uh, the event kit is a, an incredibly cool little table hockey game that was designed by Tyler Sky of the VLC, and I tweaked it a bit and added my touch to it, and we produced that as the event kit. So we're gonna also be today having a hockey tournament with those. So again, we just try to add a lot of Canadian spin. We, the tagline, one of our taglines was, it's think of it as BrickCon with more A. <laughs> so, you know, it's, and that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it a, a Canadian flavor to, to the con. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, the weather out here cooperated for the first half, <laughs> which was nice. It did. And I think and we also were promoting, of course, Vancouver yeah. and, and itself. And we had lots of people come early. I know, I know people that came last Friday and spent the entire week uh, chilling around. And, and you know the weather we had last week was epic. So these people were introduced to Vancouver and it was like, I guarantee you they'll be back. Mm -hmm. Con or not, they, they fell in love with Vancouver and Victoria. Even some went over to Victoria. So, I mean, it really... And then we had our meet and greet on Thursday night. We had a classic Vancouver sunset, as good as it's going to get. I know they're not as epic as, say, Hawaii, but it was beautiful. We're out in the Fraser Room here and right on the harbor of the marina. It was epic. It's just perfect. And yeah, now it can rain. It can rain all at once because we're inside. It's all good. We're playing Lego inside now. Exactly. Very soon. Yes, you're here. That's good. I'll do it in about five minutes. And then you get to hang out with children and play with Lego. So really not a bad weekend at all. No, it's a good gig. It's, it works well. Absolutely. So that little guy, we're doing some trivia questions and giving some sets away. Mm. I promised him about an hour ago that we would do something and he's still here. So we will be doing that. So we're, we're giving some stuff away as well and having some fun. Yeah, everywhere I look, I see happy children. I see happy grown-ups as well, but they're happy because they you know, bought that medieval village that they've wanted for 10 years. Uh, the kids are just happy to play with Lego. That's right. Uh, and is that, that's got to be one of the best parts. I'm super pleased. I, I'm constantly talking to people. I, I want people to come, everyone, attendees, kids, parents, hotel staff. I want everybody to be pleased with what's mm -hmm. going on. So far, everybody is happy, uh, and that's good. That's job done then, and I, I'm, I'm feeling so good about it. And so uh, it, it sounds like 
it went as well as you wanted or even better? Are you already thinking about next year? Absolutely thinking about next year. Uh, I think it's gone... I mean, I, I hoped it would go the way it's going to go. I We've done so much planning and hashing out possibilities and contingency plans and uh, alternate ideas and running through systems and how we're going to move people. And I, I was confident we'd had it figured out. And yes, we still had to make some changes, but we, were, we almost had those in mind as contingency. So really was a lot of work being done to, to make it happen. So again, it looks like it's going well, and I think it is. And so, yes, I'm not surprised. I'm just really, really pleased. And it is all, we've had an incredible help from, from everybody. More, we've had more help from the people, the attendees, and the hotel than I thought we were going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were concerned about some volunteer uh, efforts. Yeah. But again, it, we, people have stepped up. Even people that aren't even connected. Uh, we put out a little bit of, a, of a, a blurb through the club and through some other feelers. People aren't connected at all with any of the clubs or anything. They're just willing to come and volunteer. And so that's cool. So we've, it's, it's worked out really nicely. Excellent. Well, uh, it's been a joy to be a part of in any small way. Thank you for you and your team bringing it here. And I look forward to bigger and better as we go forward. Absolutely. Thanks, James and Jeff, for, uh, for making this a part of what you guys are doing and for coming and chatting at BrickCon last year. And a lot has happened since then. Mm-hmm. And we'll look to see you guys next time. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. So many thanks to Robin and all the volunteers who uh, made it happen this year. A lot of work. A yeah. lot of hours went into that. A lot of planning. And it sounds sounds to him like he was happy with how that went. Yeah, it really, uh, it was impressive. It did not look like a first year convention. No. For sure. They hit the ground running. I was impressed. It sounds like the inten- attendees were impressed. The city cooperated, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look forward to many more years of Brick Cans. So for pictures or anything else from this episode, if you want to see what it all looked like, head over to BreakingDance.com or click on the links uh, in the show notes for this page. And in the coming weeks, we'll have a bunch more of the interviews that you managed to get with some of the other builders. Absolutely. We'll be looking at the wall from Game of Thrones and some superhero stuff and some more on Friends in Space and lots of great little nuggets of funness from the show floor. Can't wait. Until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff.